0: And hello, everybody! It is the Open Eve, the 151st edition of the Open Championship, about to take place up there near Liverpool. It's Wirral, is I think actually, isn't it? Officially, um, at Hoylake, and uh, you can see that Mr. Tyndall, Dave Tyndall, is there. He's actually in the place. Look at him; he's got the backdrop and everything. How are
1: you? Yeah, good, thank you. This is the room where all the players are interviewed, um, but they're all done for today. So um, I think I can get away with this, and um, we won't be disturbed. But if we, if people wonder, In the background, we'll just go with it.
0: Yeah. Well, we always say we come as late as possible to allow... Um, Dave to get himself across all of the various uh, press conferences and what have you and they've been taking place as he says just behind him um, so uh, what have we learned I mean I'll go through the, the top end of the market before I ask you the question um, because we've got uh, obviously a, a star studded field Scotty Scheffler he's 7-1 to one. in fact best price of 8-1 to there Rory McIlroy 8-1 to one. John Rahm is in there at 13s Cam Smith is uh, 20s 22-1 to one for Brooks Kepka Victor My Mate he's 22s as well I'll stick those uh, uh, across the uh, bottom of the uh, the page as well, so you can see the prices going across the bottom there. But DT, let's say, Star Studies Field. Rory comes in with uh, tremendous form from Scotland last week, having won it um, last time it was played at that course as well. But uh, plenty of contenders, I would suggest. There are, and I've been taking notes in my open <laughs> notebook that
1: you get free. Yeah, if, you're, if you're the press, you get like a bag of stuff. Um, you get a nice uh, baseball cap with the open on it and you get a really terrible tie which yeah. I'd normally try and give away if anyone wants to write in and wants an open tie we should do a competition know, prize yes yeah, you can win I, yourself an open I tie <laughs> I think it's a monstrous, monstrosity an absolute crime to fashion but if you like a tie with sort of stripes like you work you know you're part of an old golf club let me know because you can have it because I don't want
0: it it's awful I'll tell you what what we'll do is if you, um, if you, uh, to the, well, actually, that's the wrong Twitter feed. That was my cricket badger one. Hang on a second. Um, late Tea Time Pod, at Late Tea Time Pod, if you put in your winner of the Open for uh, over the next uh, few days, before we get to uh, the first ball being hit, then the um, the one that gets you right, or the one that will draw it out the hat if there's a tie, um, to win a tie. And you can win Dave Tindall's uh, official Open tie. Um, but anyway, um, in yes. terms of where we're going to go with the best bets then, DT, um, how do you see this one playing out?
1: Well, obviously, um, being here allows me to wander around the press tent asking lots of people who've got inside knowledge and, you know, they're, they're part of um, a golfer's camp or, you know, they've got extra, they've been interviewing them and talking to them. We, you know, we can't keep track of everybody. Um, so the general consensus, well not the general consensus, but I've had a few words with people and a couple of the same names have cropped up and one is Tommy Fleetwood. Right. There's a lot, a lot of love for Tommy Fleetwood here. Some of those sort of quite close to him, believe he's immensely very sort of ready to win a major now and, and that makes sense to I me. Mean, if you look at his Open record, he, he was second at uh, Royal Port Rush in 2019, fourth at St Andrews last year, twelfth at Carnoustie. In 2018. There was a big thing about him uh, six years ago when the Open was at, um, at Birkdale, which is like his local track. Yeah. And I think the feeling was that put a lot of pressure on him. I think he did quite well, didn't 27th. But it, it was all like, oh, this is your week, Tommy. It was all. Whereas here, he's still kind of a local, but he's not the local. And he knows, apparently he's played this course quite a lot, knows it well, but there's not that same, it's your local course, Tommy, feeling, um, or added pressure. Now, he knows the lay of the land really, really well, and he's got that open form, and he's got a really good current form. So you look at his current form, he was sixth in the Scottish Open last week, um, and then in June he was fifth in the US Open, runner-up in the Canadian Open when he lost the playoff. So a lot of love for Tommy Fleetwood, and it's based on Just a few extra elements that maybe I wasn't that attuned to you know the local knowledge and the fact that stove's quite close to him feeling he's ready there's quite some positives for Tyrrell Hatton but just that slight feeling that he is getting a rather cross with himself more so than normal that he can't turn winning positions um, into victory so although there's definitely a lot of love for Hatton in terms of he'll go well Maybe he'd be more of a top 10, but in terms of actually being able to maybe cross the line in front and get the win, Tommy Fleetwood.
0: Well, Tommy Fleetwood is uh, best price. He's 28 to 1, um, but you only get seven places with that. You can probably best price. Okay,
1: you know, I think that's okay. I think, you know, look at his majors' record. He's got a lot of inside the top sevens. Okay, so if we take He does play well, he plays really well.
0: Right, so we'll stick Tommy Fleetwood on the betting slip at twenty-eight to one, seven places. Um, I was looking at the um, the prices earlier when I was um, obviously filling in the uh, um, our uh, template, and uh, I couldn't understand. I mean, Tyrrell Hatton, um, he's quite high up in the. Um, in, in, with the with the bookies this time, and he's obviously a, a fantastic player. But you've got um, players beneath him: Colin Morikawa, Jordan Spieth, Dustin Johnson, Shane Lowry. who have all, yeah, you know, Matt Fitzpatrick. you are all major winners. Tyrrell Hatton's never done that. His price looks a little bit short to me.
1: Yeah, that's, the consensus here is he's got a good chance of playing really well. But lots of people are going mm, when they look at his odds. Mm. So yeah, I agree with you there. I think he's his odds are too short for compared to others with similar or even better credentials so expect him to go well but I just can't back him at those sort of odds really if you look at the major records Fleetwood's got so much better yeah be placing in majors so he's the one at, at that sort of price
0: before I get you to go on to another selection Rory you'll like, you like the other selection by the way it's either Victor or Colin isn't it there's a, there's a sneak preview for you
1: this is Late Tea Time the Golf Betting Podcast
0: Rory comes off the back of um, the Scottish uh, Open last week, where he played brilliantly, didn't he? And he's obviously got some decent form behind him coming into this one. He's he's very sure. He's basically joint favourite with Scotty Scheffler um, yeah. going into the uh, the four rounds. Um, in uh, the, 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 everybody says the Wirral, but I heard um, Graham Beecroft say on Talk Sport once it should just be Wirral. Wirral. But yeah. anyway, um, how do you rate Rory's chances of um, reclaiming the uh, the Open at a course that he knows very well?
1: Yeah, I mean, he's
0: got a fantastic chance. It's
1: a lot to do with how straight he can drive the ball. But the feeling here, a lot of people have asked about the rough. How how bad is it? How deep is it? How thick is it? I don't think it's not too bad. Is the feeling? It's not too bad, but it can be bad in spots. I think the biggest danger uh, to errant drives is the are the bunkers. They're yeah. just really penal. And you look at Rory's driving. It's not very straight this season at all. So that that would be a bit of a concern, and um, whether he's going to take them on try and fly them or maybe lay up short of them but if he's driving just not quite on it because he he does it some loose ones those bunkers are going to eat him up and just a little snippet here he played a practice round with Shane Lowry uh, yesterday Shane Lowry won the money apparently so a little tip there for Shane Lowry Maybe although I've just been out on the 17th there's there's this new you'll see a lot of hype about the 17th this week a new par 3 that could make or break a round of golf and could be decisive you know on Sunday the 71st hole penultimate hole and whew, could be carnage I, I saw Shane Lowry uh, hit it into a bunker and then take four shots to get out he couldn't get out so then last one he flicked it with his club and headed it onto the green <laughs> <laughs> so Is that a way to do it yeah it doesn't <laughs> count but uh, I mean he was laughing but Padre Harrington had three goes to get out
0: Shane Lowry's a good bunker player as well isn't yeah, he
1: that's it This was in the left bunker, which is, if you're too near the face, you've sort of got no chance. There's also a front bunker where the wind's blowing into you. I've seen a few players sort of whip it out, and it sort of carries in the wind and then just catches the slope and runs back in. And Larry did that as well, actually. So that 17th, um, a couple of people said, it's a par three, a couple of people have said, don't be surprised if you see like an eight or nine or even a ten on that hole.
0: That could be some viewing. And a a bit of football as well as they head it onto the green. Head it
1: onto the
0: green. Step into the world of power, loyalty,
1: and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday...
0: I will call upon
1: you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at com. Welcome to
0: the family.
1: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
0: You've queued me up rather nicely, though, to ask my normal question. Um, Dave Tyndall, my two friends, Colin Morikawa Victor Hovland, which one should I back this time?
1: Yeah, do, do both. I really like both. Um, yeah. I'm already on Colin Morikawa before I got here, but since I've been here, which is only not like, this morning there's a real good word going around for Victor Hovland that kind of sense that he is now a proper proper major player he's in that cast list that you're going to see there every time there's a major I mean you look at his record 7th um, in the Masters runner up in the PGA 19th in the US Open this year so he's really really got his act together in the majors it, uh, people are, a lot of people thinking it's got to be his turn soon and then I've I'm in the media tent now Just outside is the uh, sort of chipping area where players practice. Now, I've watched him hit chips, which is traditionally a really weak part of his game. And he was really fizzing them and landing them really where he wanted to. They were just gripping and landing right by the hole. He did it time after time after time. So just getting that first-hand view of him chipping well, looking confident, plus what some of the other sort of guys in here think, I don't, I don't want to miss Victor Hovland this week. So the, the fact as well that he he's a good, real good driver of the ball, which is I think what you need to be this week. So there's a lot of stuff playing into Victor Hovland's hands. So yes, I mean for, for you as as a fan of Victor Hovland and Colin Morikawa, this I think is a great course for both of them.
0: Oh, excellent. So that's made my mind up. Then there's, That's where my money's going. Because um, you can get, uh, well, Colin Murakawa, best price is 33 to 1, but that's only for five places. I probably want a little bit more than that. So you can go to 30 for one, 30 to 1 at uh, eight places with the likes of Bet365 and Skybet. Um, so we're, we're putting uh, Colin on the, uh, on the betting uh, um, slip at 30 to 1, eight places. Um, and then um, scroll up a little bit, because he's a bit shorter now, Victor, because he's been doing rather well. Um, Victor Hovland, um, around about 20 to one, eight places with um, Bet365, bet, and the like. So uh, both of those, DT, I was certainly on my betting slip and onto the uh, Late Tea Time podcast betting slip as well this time. This is
1: Late Tea Time, the last word in golf betting with James Butler and Dave Tyndall. I've got one more, really is a really good one, this one. Okay. This is in the I'm probably gonna to say top twenty market. You could look top thirty maybe. Um, okay. you could look top ten, but Seamus power. Right. The Irishman. If you didn't know what I've just heard, you would you wouldn't touch him with a barge pole this week because he pulled out of the Scottish Open last week with a hip injury and there's a big doubt whether he he would play. Uh, so you know, you'd meet it. Go, oh, I don't know. But the couple of the Irish germans tell me that the hip injury is fine. He played the British boys uh, here, and I found the quote where he says he loves Hoylake. Um, All right. He's not played great this season, but there's, there's some. He said there's some really good signs in his game. He was frustrated he couldn't show them in Scotland, but here we are um, in the big one at, at, at Hoylake. Um, and then I was looking at his. I remember backing him in one of the majors last year. Last year in the majors, he, he had a ninth and a twelfth, so he can mix it in this in this company. Now, looking at the odds on Seamus Power, he's seven to one for a top twenty. Yes, facing big, big odds uh, for a player who's you know got two top twenties in in the majors last year. Someone who's come back to a little bit of form. He, he played nicely at the John Deere, got a top twenty there on his last start. Well, his last completed study, he actually pulled out the Scottish Open after I think, nine holes. Um, but the, the hip isn't a problem, he's, he's not worried about that. And he's also got a real um, determination to make the Ryder Cup team. He realizes uh, he needs to really kind of put his foot down a little bit. He's, he's still placed nicely, I think, on the world points list from what he did last year. He's still sort of on track, but I, I think he really wants to nail that place down. So it's a big incentive for him. So he's got Quite a lot of threads, you know, pulling, pulling us in. I think, um, and yeah, I mean, top twenty, seven to one. I think that's that's where I'm landing. That's maybe the sweet spot. But so you could be a little bit more cautious, play top thirty, top forty. But I think he could be a, a bit of a surprise package this week, or just someone who, yeah, he's maybe not going to win, but he, he could play nicely and land some decent
0: odds. Well, while you were rattling on there, as you say, seven to one, top twenty. I also looked at top ten, seventeen to one. Um, and if you fancy him top 30, he's 100 to 30. So obviously, uh, yeah, depending on your preferences there, you can get on Seamus Power for a place um, up there in the uh, northwest of England. Um, is that you, done then, for the uh, round one preview? I think so. i just look at my notes. for
1: a helicopter going overhead. My notes for the 17th. It's just... I don't know what... There'll be a load of specials markets this week. I don't know if they're all out yet. But if you can find one... On the 17th, highest score there, go as big as you can. Yeah. Because it could be carnage. I've heard one of the top players landed in the front bunker and couldn't get out after four attempts and gave up. I've seen with my own eyes Harrington and Lowry struggle. So, yeah,
0: we could see some carnage there. How easy is I mean, presumably they're not getting out trying to get it onto the green. How easy is it to go out sideways or backwards from it as well? Is it hard to do that?
1: difficult to go out sideways um what they could do is they could just like knock it five ten foot back in the bunker so yeah. it's in the back of the bunker and then have a go but, uh, a couple of us were discussing this we reckon say you've not got out of it by the fifth shot or six shot your head will be so scrambled you might just keep going at it yeah so maybe you know you might be so far down the field or or you have actually to miss cut that you're not necessarily thinking straight. Yeah. So it could just add up to some ridiculous score
0: there. I, I've played um, rounds of golf for people that have got quite short fuses when they get frustrated. Yes. And um, clubs go flying all over the place and swear words go flying all over the place and it gets a little bit nasty. 17th might be the scene of things like that then. Could be. Yeah, yeah could be. That could make it very, very interesting.
1: Anyway, today, I mean, I watched, I watched all sorts going on there today, and it, it really wasn't that windy. It was maybe a ten mile an hour wind, a crosswind. So, if it, if you get an into wind, you know, it's going to throw the ball back into that front bunker. Yeah, the the, the recipe is there for for disaster.
0: For absolute unmitigated disaster, by the sounds of it. Anyway, just a reminder: DT's got a tie that he doesn't want. It's a fashion disaster, apparently. Um, yep. But if you were, if you want to have that um, official tie, um, at late tea time pod before they uh, hit off for the first round tomorrow, um, give us your winner of the uh, the Open this week um, at late tea time pod. And uh, whoever gets that right um, can get yourself a, a tie that DT would not be seen dead in. Um,
1: well, heard, well it, that's probably why you would wear it if you were dead. But um, if, <laughs> what? <laughs> what if no one gets the winner? I mean, I'm desperate to get shot of this thing. What? What's the, the highest placed guess?
0: Yeah, it's place? whoever gets nearest <laughs> the pin, kind of thing, in terms of who wins, because yeah, DT yeah, does yeah, not yeah, want he's, this he's hanging he's around. <laughs> although there'll be pictures of you later after you've been out in the bars of um, Liverpool with it tied around your your head (laughs) Uh, this has been a sports broadcast media production Um, gamble responsibly of course absolutely everybody out there hopefully everybody enjoys the Open of course we will be back with you between rounds as well me and DT will be back with you at round two round three and round four how long are you staying um, actually on the course there DT when when you're back home
1: yeah I'm a bit sort of back and forth I've got various other uh, commitments and duties so I think tomorrow I'll be back. I'm here tomorrow in the daytime, but I think we'll record this when I'm back home and maybe I can show you a live shot of the tie We
0: well, have to um if you if you're going home to do it tomorrow Bring that backdrop with you. Just put that in the back of your car. OK. Yeah. And then we can do that from your uh, your living room tomorrow. Um, anyway, enjoy the golf tomorrow, DT, as with everybody else out there. Hopefully you have a, a good time. Hopefully you have some success on your betting slips as well. And uh, we will see you ahead of round two as this uh, 151st Open gets uh, up and running. We'll see you then. Always gamble responsibly visit bcampbellowedge.org for more information
1: sports social podcast network